and to answer, sorry, to answer Mike's question about the abattoir, it looks like a bunch of things bled here. It doesn't look like, like, this isn't, doesn't look like, there's no sign of this being, like, an actual butcher's place. Like, you're, you're street urchins, so you don't necessarily know what wild animal attacks look like, specifically, but, yeah, yeah. It looks like a bunch of things got eaten by wild animals here. Very thoroughly. Uh, Alright, so I think Herc is going to start trying to free the animals. Okay. But, like, quietly? Okay. Uh, it doesn't feel quite right to just, like, smack the hell out of the guards yet. Like, I want to burst out of it with a bunch of animals behind Alright, well, hold on, hold on. What were you saying, Doc? I'm going to go play the statues after... <laughs> the uh, the goats are beginning to be unfreed. Okay. <laughs> I have this picture of Doc, like, sort of untying an animal while watching raptly at the statues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, uh, Herc, if you're trying to free these animals, they are panicked. They, okay. they are... I mean, your presence, I'm sure, is somewhat comforting to the ones that know you, like maybe the goats. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still scared, trapped animals that are like smelling fire. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna how how are you keeping them from flipping out? Um. Well. Oh, actually, didn't I give you names for my goats? I don't think I wrote them down. I think I I asked you for names for your goats, and I told you I was gonna put it up to a vote, but we never did that. So uh, let me look here real quick. Uh, I totally put names on. Uh, Thea and Amal. Amal? Yes. Yeah, Amal. Um, okay. So, like, they are doing, I'm gonna say the Yudis Goat thing, but, like, way better intentions. Okay. <laughs> right? They're feeling okay, and, like, just by being there and being calm and, you know, we're okay. Herc's got this. We've got Herc. Everything's okay. Okay. Um... Just kind of like calming them all down, you know, acting like you should be cool. It'll be fine, right? Um, not yet. <laughs> We're gonna want them to reach out in a minute. <laughs> uh, for those listening at home, there was a question Curly asked about if we basically if we don't want these goats to flip out, why do we have all this rage nip? And I think it's a fair question. Do not prematurely enrage our goats. <laughs> You know, maybe they could break their own bonds if you just give them the rage nip. Right, like it seems like we just lean into the panic that they already feel. It's our nip of the hole. Well, that made it sound... Imagine a chicken on rage nip. What did you call me? <laughs> really bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, it sounds like you're trying, like, I don't know. Keeping them calm is... If your goats are helping you, are the goats the ones doing the thing while you mm -hmm. untie the other animals? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Because I think it would be very funny if your goats, like, rolled their, uh, themselves as, like, a sway attempt. I think that would be very funny. Yes. I don't know if they have stats. The goats that stare at goats. I, I think they're, like, 1D helpers, yeah? Probably. And, like, I help them? All right. Alright, yeah, you can aid your goats. That seems fine. Alright, this totally makes sense. We're good with that. Uh, 
How do I just roll one d? Uh, just yeah, do a fortune fortunate. roller. Just slash yeah. R. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, brain work. Okay. Um. So yeah, we'll do that. This is totally gonna go fine. It's great. Uh. Yeah. Oof. Oof. And the dice do not like kids. No, not tonight. They really, really <laughs> do not. So, um, here's what's gonna happen. Uh, your goats are not very convincing. Um, <laughs> and that fire is getting closer and closer and closer. And I think, like, the other goats know you and, like, know that you're trying to help them. But, like, there's chickens and house cats and, like, all sorts of stuff here. And they don't know better. And I'm, I think, like, I think, like, a rooster, right? A rooster starts just flipping out, manages to get like, because his legs are tied together, but like they didn't clip his wings properly or something, right? And so he's like yeah. starts flapping and flapping and flapping and and winds up like flip flopping himself like at the guards, the two guards in the doorway, to the point where like he flat 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 boom boom boom. And like bonks into one of them, and that one turns around, like takes a second, like what is this? And then like turns around and sees the scene of like of you, Herc, on the ground next to a goat with like a little knife out cutting the bonds, <laughs> and then like I'm imagining everyone else doing something. But all of us with a stupid look mm-hmm. on our face as we look up at this And then guy. you, like, all pause, yeah. like, perfectly still <laughs> as this person, like, looks you over. Like, they're a T-Rex and their their senses are motion activated, right? <laughs> exactly. Pinch yells, now, Doc. Or I guess we don't know you as Doc, but, you know. Now, Ed. Eddie? Now, now in turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I... I, I want to screw with these statues, but it seems like like uh, a Goonies style booby trap is better here. Okay. Uh, I will help you. Yeah, I um. What is it like? I I throw some. Uh, I kick um more of the like supports of the roof, trying to jostle the bucket that is above this guy's head and it's filled with a mixture of like oh it's Nickelodeon slime oh gack yeah yeah with a thick green slime okay and I'm just just to be clear I'm giving you a zero zero point flashback that you were like wild (laughs) you were setting this up earlier basically right okay because like I'm imagining that and it's a hilarious scene how much stress do I take for flashbacks? Well, I... Th- zero to two, but Zach just said zero. I'm giving you a zero because I zero want I want to support this kind of behavior. I'm fine with it. So, um... Okay. Yeah. Okay, so he's got a bucket. He's got a bucket up there on, like, a support beam that's, that's holding up something else. And you, like, kick the beam. And it's... Okay. Yes. Yeah, I, I kick the beam to get the bucket to fall down. Okay. Okay. 
That sounds like I'm going to require a roll. So what what action is this? And you can take the whole thing into account. You can take setting it up stealthily, setting it up in the first place, the nature of it, and how you just activated it. I want you to tell me what the action is you're rolling to do this. I, I'm shooting for wreck. I I'm good with wreck. Uh, hopefully it, it wrecks his day, but I guess we'll see. Oh no, bad plan. All right, do I get any bonuses for that? Oh, you're helping me, right? I I'm helping you. Yeah. It's just going to be as a bonus, I believe. Hey, two fives. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. So that's a five. So uh, we're still risky. Yeah. You the bucket. You kick. So. I'm imagining he, like, hits a tripwire and the bucket doesn't fall, right? And then you you kick the support and the bucket does fall. And that does two things. One, the bucket falls on his head. Just squish right on his head. Um, And, like, he's covered in... Is it just, like, a green goo? Is there any sort of other effect we have here? I, I think it's slippery. I think very slippery is probably... Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, you, you catch him with the bucket, uh, you catch him, uh, and, and he, this hits him and he lets out sort of like, it hits him and he screams, but his head is in a bucket filled with this gack. He does the Wilhelm scream. Yes. But he does it into a bucket of gack, right? So it's, and the, the volume is very muffled. However, his buddy does notice this happening, right? But now... The guy, the guy falls to the ground. Uh, the Gak is sort of on the ground between these two statues. Uh, his friend yells something like, Hey, you kids! And starts to pull his sword and steps forward and uh, slips for a second on this, on this Gak, but manages to keep his feet under him and pull his sword. Uh... And step he most of the way out of the gap. He's still sort of in the slippery area. So, yeah, that's the situation. Excellent. Um, Adam, I've heard that Gak is flammable. I'm just saying. I I still don't know if Azul has it in her to set a guy's head on fire, though. Okay. Yeah. I think with Azul, anything is flammable, and it's just a matter of will. Yeah. Like if Adam was like, I set the concept of time on fire, I'd be like, yeah, that checks out. That that scratches an itch I didn't know I had. Tempest in Candid? Is that what that would be? Anyway. Um Yeah. Uh so this guy is now the one on the one on the ground is is pulling this 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 bucket off his head. The one Advancing toward is is looking directly at Herc and saying, "Step away from the goat, kid." I have a deeply stupid idea. Okay. Uh, so we've got like maybe a goat or two free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to pick up the chicken, um, not unlike a rugby and or football. Okay. Uh, and then just like tackle the asshole with a sword pick up the rooster and just like run out the doors okay just like get them clear okay all right this seems incredibly oh, it seems stupid wildly stupid yes um yes since you're not yeah so th- we're still 
this sounds desperate. Yeah, we're in desperate territory now. Uh, now that now that there's like an armed and willing to be violent adult with a sword, we are definitely in desperate territory. Um, yeah, standard effect is you manage to pick up the bird and get past them, only mildly stabbed. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, so I can push myself and then immediately stress out. <laughs> oh jeez! I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you in on something. If you do that, it's going to be amazing because I already know what happens. Next. Done. Sold. Yes. <laughs> DM. I do. Okay. That. Sweet. Give me the roll. Let me roll my dice. Yeah. Uh, desperate. Took my XP. Standard effect. Bonus dice one. Anyone want to help? Of course. Sick. Ooh, yeah. Nailed sixes. it. No consequences <laughs> for pain. Nope. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you, as you described it, you pick up this chicken or this rooster, right? The one that bonked into the guy. The chicken. I want I want both, like a bird okay, under charm. Uh, and then you like, yeah, you, you like... Running back, you Christian Akoye into this this dude, right? Hit him in the hole, knock him out of your way. He's already slipping on this gack. Uh, he try he tries to stab you, man. He tries, he tries to stab you. And uh, but you knock him down, slides out of the way. You skid past the guy on the ground who's like desperately grabbing with his hands, trying to stand himself up and grab you and keep you from going anywhere. You plow out the door. You, uh, you hit the ground uh, with your knee down. No touchdown for you. Uh, just outside, just in the darkness, and you see directly in front of you two about. Well, if you're on your knee, right? You, you've hit, you've taken you, you're down on one knee. You got a chicken under each arm. Yeah, and you're looking forward into the the relative darkness outside this, this, these ruins and literally feet in front of you, probably three, four feet in front of you and about head level with you. When you have your knee on the ground are two of the scariest luminescent green eyes that you've ever seen, and they are roughly each roughly the size of your fist and about a foot apart. And you can smell carrion. Something terrible. What horrible breath you have, and then pass out. Basically, yeah, right? Or like if not We'll talk about what happens, but what ha well, what happens to, to Pinch? Uh, it's not going to be anything bad. We'll figure out what ha where, where he went from here. The stressing out doesn't necessarily mean passing out, right? Um, it, means go it means going sure. away. But the, yeah. re the rest <laughs> of you, what you see, uh, and I'm imagining Herc on Herc's still on the ground like trying to get goats free. Uh, Doc is, I imagine, tangling with this dude. I don't know where uh, uh, Azul is. Uh, but bursting through the doorway uh, that Pinch just left and smashing directly into the back of the standing mercenary, knocking him to the ground, is a wolf 
question mark question mark it is huge like your your city kids you don't necessarily know what a wolf looks like right but you're pretty sure they're not like five feet tall at the shoulder and covered in shiny ish scales and you're pretty sure like their face has all the flesh on it most of the time this one doesn't have that uh, but what it does have is a look in its eye like it's about to eat everything in this room. And it immediately... And imagine still being in that room. Shake my head. <laughs> and it immediately starts with the dude on the ground covered in Gak. Oh. So, so you have the time it takes for it to finish that guy to make your next move. Money bolt. Sweet. Uh, pay one red mana. It's happening. Alright, yeah, go in. Go in on the giant zombie wolf. That seems great. I mean, worst case scenario, I distract it for a little bit, right? It's true. It's true. Yeah, so are you actually lightning bolting it? Do you have, like, thunderstones or something? Like, what are you What are you doing? You can push yourself to do one of the following. Alicia stroke of lightning as a weapon, and then non-lightning as a weapon things. Oh, Jesus. Um, I, forgot, I forgot you were one of those for a minute. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, like... <laughs> The question is, how does that track in, like, kids slash Goonies rules? Like, well, well remember that you're not. So that's what I was about to say, <laughs> right. right? We talked about this, and, and for the benefit of our listeners, we talked about this off air, but how you're still Doc, right? And Doc has some weird stuff that Doc does, and maybe Doc just gets to chuck the Goonie rules when it's time, Right. Maybe maybe Doc can decide, oh, now I'm playing by grown-up rules. Okay. I I think something has to happen in order for that to be, like, like thematically... Yeah, not yet. I think somebody has to have a chance of getting hurt first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because, okay. like, or something like that. Because, like, otherwise... Just, like, thinking, like, thematically and, uh, like, along storylines, right? Like, usually that doesn't happen until, yeah. like... Like, the wolf is there. Doc's still a face. Okay. What's that? I said Doc is still a face. Yeah. Okay. They have, they have to, like, escalate, and then Doc can match them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, um... The... Uh... Yeah, alright, so if you're not gonna do that, though, I think Herc is going to try and get all of these animals the hell away from Zombie Goat. Zombie... Wolf. Zombie Wolf. Sorry. It was just like, you know, the carnivore version of goats. Uh-huh. Either way, it's dead, it's bad, let's run away. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I don't know what that looks like. I don't like. either. Are you like, yeah, are you going to command the animals away? Are you going to, like, drag them away bodily? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's... It, you, Leveraging the holy shit, what is that? Let's get out of here. That most of these animals are going to be experiencing anyway. Fair, that's fair. Um, and again, maybe like getting them all to lead them out, like go out and left. Okay. <laughs> and just like get them all to get moving, okay. right? All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, that sounds like a command roll. Yep. Uh, we're still in desperate. Oh, yeah, we we are in desperate <laughs> until a time that I will I will make clear. Yeah. I uh, mean, I could see an argument for risky because the zombie 
wolf is distracted at least i think that once a bunch of animals start running the zombie coat will no or zombie wolf will no longer be distracted listen just because it has some kind of chase instinct that we should all know about uh uh all right yeah um so like yeah herc's like screaming and uh waving the shepherd's crook and trying to get everything to get the heck out of there Never mind that there's actually a lot of bad stuff outside that door. But five. Okay. Are you are you directing them like through the door behind the wolf that it came in through, or are you trying to just get them like run further down the ring of ruins? Like, what is the plan? What what is the thing you're attempting to do? Away from the wolf, I think is my priority. Okay. Right okay. Now. I think they're into that, so th- that that will yeah. be less, <laughs> less of a problem. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's a five on a desperate. So here's what happens. Right. You get them moving. All the ones that can move. Some of them are still tied up, but you get the ones that are move are are ready to go going. And there's like a mini stampede of. Like I'm now in my head because this is how my brain works. I'm imagining there's there's a there are a number of like Magic the Gathering cards that give all of your creatures like trample, right? And they all have like mm-hmm. a bunch of <laughs> bunch of big animals moving in one direction in the art, whether it's rhinos or whatever. And I'm imagining that scene with like goats and chickens and like a cat, right? Away from this wolf, and they are moving. They are they are into this plan. And, but immediately when they start moving, that wolf's head perks up and its jaws, it's got like chunks of this dude hanging from them and it's covered in blood and it, you can see it's one good eye that's in your direction is fo- like immediately focuses on those fleeing animals. And so uh, with your five, I'm going to give you a choice. Oh no. It it's moving towards those animals. It, you just tripped that guy's instincts, right? Yeah. Either it's going to get one of those goats, or it's gonna get you because you got in the way. Yeah, yeah. And you had to say it was one of the. I goats. did. Like, in fact, yeah. Maybe I could be like, "What the fuck ever." But no, it's a goat. Uh, I'm gonna have to try and stop it. Yeah, totally gonna. Throw myself in the way of that. No. Okay. Um. Yeah. It. Zombie wolf is no joke. Um. Desperate. You're taking level three harm. Oof. As it like, you bodily throw yourself in front of it to protect these animals, and you catch the, the brunt of its, its like predatory yep. urge. Not only is it like obviously like a big angry somehow supernatural predator but it's like even more dangerous than that three is probably letting you off easy as your lawyer i suggest you plead armor (laughs) yeah so i'm totally going to uh i'll mark a level of armor and i'm gonna try and resist that it's it's Uh, both you oh yeah you spend too low yeah yeah too low for the armor which will reduce it by one if i understand that's right right and then I can also still try and sure push it down some more. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. so uh, we're going to be trying to resist the giant predator with prowess. Just ah! Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I have anything else I can toss on that. Okay. That's, that ain't bad. Okay. That ain't All bad. Right. All right. I mean, I'm still going to end up taking a level of harm. 
I mean, you can try resisting oh. again. You can keep going. Yeah, I have three strikes. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take a, a one right now. What is it? Uh, nipped by the wolf. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, no, I think if this guy like actually gets a hold of you with his teeth, you're, you're, you're fucked. Oh, So I oh, think okay. you get, like, bodied... Like, I think... You put yourself in the way, and there's like a like I'm imagining you coming from the side and like, like t boning the wolf, right? Yep, yep. And from that, that's your that's your damage, that's your harm, right? So you okay. you crunch in brush with zombie. Yeah, sure. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, and you and the zombie, the zombie wolf, bearing in mind that it is bigger than you significantly, right? So. Um, yes. <laughs> great. Now, now we're on a theme. Yes, Wolf Strike. We'll call it Wolf Strike. Um, you manage to barrel it out of the way, uh, but it keeps its feet, and you don't. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but you've got its attention. It's good because it's always good. The good news is you've got its attention. On your back, right? Yeah. What's always going to be on your back next to the giant carnivorous wolf? That's the pervert. Preferred position. Okay. What's up, Mike? Uh, Sorry. What's someone go? <laughs> I don't yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I did my thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that, uh, yeah, I think if Herc's on the ground and like there's slavering wolf beast over him, I think it's fine to go out at that point. You're gonna shout Shazam! There's gonna be a flash of lightning and. Uh oh, so something that somebody said earlier, and I've been looking at the old Pillars of Eternity deities. The wolf, for some reason, made me think of Galloway, and uh, I'm looking at like Magran and all the uh, old, uh, old, sorry. It's just a. Uh, yeah, I, not Shazam, but something. Uh, yeah, what would be like. By the power of Dark Skull. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think. I think. Like. And he stops. Like kids have like a like a certain way that they move uh, and they and they act, right? It's like not all of them are always headed in the same direction, invariably, mm -hmm. uh, right? So I think like Eddie's demeanor changes for a minute, right? And like he reaches down and there's something. Like, he's got a token or something that he breaks, and then uh, lightning bolt. Right, like there's got to be. Well, what is the most? You do, you do Christopher Reeve playing Superman and Clark Kent in that one long take. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking of like, Where, like you just like suddenly stop hunching. Yeah. Did, did you like put all of your adult cynicism and like whatever into a physical thing, and now you're like, well, shit, I need this back. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be. We were talking about this before about how <laughs> uh, I don't know if the cat out of the bag yet. So yeah, um, yeah. There's got to be. There's got to be commensurate stakes raised, which is there. And then yeah, there's got to be like some sort of tome, uh, like a rock rune or like a wooden thing or token. Um, we can talk about what's like significant for this um, time period, culture slash setting later. Yeah, so Eddie breaks something, um, and then, like, 
I guess they're the best way for that to happen is like lightning is pulled from a, another point between that point through the wolf to uh to Doc's hands or like wait I've got like tools right like a like a like a spirit rod or whatever mm-hmm. yeah something called a lightning hook right like so yeah I don't know what that like looks like in the lore but like in, let's say that it's like a like a smallish lightning rod sort of thing that can grab electricity from somewhere else and pull it here so whatever remote point would make the most sense and then pull it down through the wolf into this thing that eddie now has okay cool cool yeah no that sounds awesome that sounds awesome um when this happens uh so when when that the lightning sort of arcs through the wolf no matter how this goes right uh, you notice that, like, on its back and on its flanks, there are scales, like metal scales, not unlike the uh, the ones on the statues. And as the lightning sort of moves through it, they all move in concert with the lightning almost. Like, they're barely nailed on, but they're nailed on to the zombie wolf. Um, yeah, give me... I guess it's attuned to lightning, a thing? Yeah, it doesn't actually say. It just says, Tempest, you push yourself to do one of the following. Yeah, unless you've got a better idea, I think attune makes sense. Um, yeah. Okay. Give me an attune. This is going to be, this is still a desperate move. Um, yeah, and honestly, the the, the effect is, is probably going to be not decisive but yeah go for it i will assist so standard or limited let's call it standard um because i mean it's, it's lightning like it's but it's yeah and then uh i'm afraid to ask what the devil's bargain is because i think i know what the answer is but i'd, I'd like well you you are already pushing yourself i am okay cool done yeah, because it's you have to push yourself. To yeah, so you get you get the bonus dice for pushing yourself, though. Is what he's saying. Awesome. That was me. My question. I feel like I've asked that before. All right, I'm pressing the button. I'm nice. glad I pressed that button. Okay. Ooh. It's a good button. All right. So you tell. So, what is the bad thing you want to happen to the wolf in like this moment? That D and D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at thatdndpodcast. Intro music is Dark Matter by M33 Project and is available on the Free Music Archive. M33 Project can also be found on YouTube and Instagram. Outro music is Betrayed by Scott Holmes Music. This and other works by Scott Holmes Music can be found on the Free Music Archive, SoundCloud, or scottholmesmusic.com. The Palladium Fantasy RPG, written by Kevin Ciambietta, is owned and published by Palladium Books. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. Mm-hmm.